Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Zack and Griffin's multi Multiversal Pet Shop. Your one-stop shop. For, hello? It's me. Hello? Uh, the ghost of Zack Rob. No! Your co-host. Zack, what I'm, happened? I'm now a dead man. No. Ooh. How am I, Griffin Coldiron, one half of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop, going to go on with a dead co-host? It will now be... Ghost Zack in Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. <laughs> and I, Ghost Zack, will be your ghost co-host. Co-ghost, if you will. Co-ghost, no! <laughs> okay, um... Just kidding, I'm alive! Ah! <laughs> Guy fooled you all. <laughs> I was gonna ask, um, what, what do you think the better solution would have been to this problem... Whether to try to necromance you back to life or to just turn myself into a ghost. Ooh, that's a good question. Because we we do have Halloween coming up. We could have been some we could have been some ghost hosts. Yeah, today upon release release day, not recording day. It mm-hmm. is October second. Wowzers! Uh, it's, it's October second, right? September yeah. only has thirty days. Yeah, dog. Thirty days, half September. Yeah, April, June, and November. <laughs> See, I, I do the, this knuckle thing. You do a, a what now? Okay, hear me out. Make like a fist with your hand. Everyone at home, this is a way to remember which days have 31 days and which ones have 30 or less. Okay. Counting, you know, because February is fucking Because fuck February. Um, so now turn your fist away from you. So you're looking at the back of your hand. Okay. So uh, the your knuckles are the, the months with 31 and the space between are the months with only th- with 30 or less. So, so starting with your pinky, so yeah, say that's January. Uh-huh. So January, February, uh-huh. March, and so just walk your way down, knuckle to space huh. between the knuckle, and it lines up. Like you, you can fact check that shit. That's silly. I but just it, remember it, an old rhyme out. of thirty days, half September, April, June, and November. Or you can just hold your fist out and like and be like, June, but then I've got to count, and, and then it's like it just you just you just time. say the names of the months. It's 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 easy. Well, if you say thirty days half September, April, June, and November, then you know those are the ones with thirty, and everything else except fucking February has thirty-one because February. See, mine was real cool quick, kid. and you 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 have a very anyway. Hey, folks, <laughs> I'm alive and welcome back to Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm Zach. I'm Griffin, and we are hot off the success of our new partnership with Grumble. Oh, uh, most got, definitely. Got a lot of that income coming in. We've got hench folk out the wazoo going out to all jobs all across the multiverse. Most Thank definitely. you all for showing up. You can also get the official Grumple t-shirt at the store at uh, netherpathpodcast.com, which segues into the big uh, uh, topic 
um, uh, of discussion here that yes, will yes, translate yes. into uh, most of the episode. And that is some fantastic news that you probably saw dropped on this channel and if you follow Another Path as well on that one. Um, mm-hmm. Late, late, late this past evening. Yeah. Around midnight is when that happened. <laughs> it, indeed so, it did, Zach. The, the news drops late, my friends at home. Yes. Uh, uh, yes, we have. We, we had hinted at something a few episodes back, but that big thing has come to the forefront and is now. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Griffin? Launched. Is now launched. Yes. Well, the, yes, it is launched. It is out there <laughs> for all to see now, everybody. This is a great press release. Yes, I'm clearly the most eloquent option here. Um, now. I mean, I can, you can pass that baton over here if you want. I'm going to pass it to you, my buddy. Take it All away right. for a bit, and then I'll step in eventually when I feel less pained okay. at hand, my hand own. It, hand uh, it over. Okay, it's there okay. you go. It's okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, foods and foodettes, we are excited to announce that we are now part of Ghostlight Media. And I'm sure you're wondering, what is Ghostlight Media? Yes, I was wondering that, Griffin. Yes. Who are these strange corporate overlords that have absorbed our podcast into their folds? Well, they're not corporate overlords. Ghostlight Media is a network of made by us, primarily headed up by Chase Greenlee, who you've heard on the show before, oh, uh, who's our, our producer and uh, the showrunner over at our sister show, Another Path. Um, but we have added in one more show into the network, and with another one right around the corner launching soon. Um, I'm so we'll get excited. The, <laughs> we'll get to the details of those shows at the end of this episode. Um, but in celebration of this new network, there is going to be new merch on the store, like the Grumble shirt. Uh, there are more Patreon rewards coming soon across all the shows that we offer. And for this episode today, we are going to be celebrating the launch of Ghostlight Media by talking about, well, ghosts. Ghosts, yes. Ghosts. Ghosts. Here ghosts. we are, baby. Ghosts. Ghosts everywhere. Ghosts. <laughs> I had to do that for, for Zan. So, okay. Zan, that one's for you. Anyway. Anyway, we figured out there, we, we've heard from some folks who have sent in letters and, uh, ma- oh my god, I just killed the gnat that's been flying around my office for the past week. I'm Woo! so proud of you! Oh, it landed on my owner's manual, and so now it's it's its corpse is covering the fingernail of a slob. Um, oh, well that's kind of gross. Yep, it's gone now. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Sorry. That thing's been driving me crazy. Um, what was I saying? We got letters. Yes, we got we did letters, get letters from folks who have been like, "Hey, Zach and Griffin, my house is haunted." I'm not going to say haunted. I'm going to say ethereally anchored. Um, sure, uh, there are some spirits, some uh, uh, poltergeists that are in and around anchored if they are thoroughly anchored in and around my abode or workplace what do i do about this and here at zach and griffin's multiversal pet shop you know our message by now we are in fact all about love baby and we figure let's take some steps toward forging a stronger bond between you and the spirit and or poltergeist that is ethereally anchored uh, to your abode or workplace. Yeah, absolutely. Haunted. So with that, we have picked four sort of, I would say classic. Uh, 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 the four most likely candidates that you have, will have After living into. pals. Um, yeah. And uh, to go over uh, the, the, the do's, the don'ts, 
and the what can you do's to make um, that sort of symbiotic, uh, one living, one non-living uh, relationship maybe a little more functional yeah. for you and your family. Get yourself a ghost pal. Get yourself a ghost pal. Well, you may have a ghost, but let's make that ghost your pal. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Right. So with that, the first one is just a classic ghost. Ah. I know. The owner's man has a nice little uh, entry about him. So let's just uh, dive right in, shall let's we? Talk, let's talk about ghosts, baby. baby. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about you and me. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about all the spooky, spooky. things. Uh, Whoa. We, we, we both said spooky, so that was nice. And then we both fizzled it. And then we both fizzled due to ineptitude. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. here we go. Ghosts, <laughs> my friends. As many of you would know from any sort of pop culture, ghosts are the soul of once-living creatures. Now, this says that they're bound to haunt a specific location, creature, or object that held significant to it in its life. You know, that classic, they have unfinished business, I would assume. And uh, so they're they're sticking around to try and do that in the afterlife. But as we all know, that rarely pans out the way they want it to. Um, yes. Yes. You gotta have some entry, reason to be anchored says, there. Yeah, exactly. The next entry does say unfinished business. There we go. We, a ghost yearns to complete some unresolved task from its life. It Ooh. might seek to avenge its own death fulfill an oath, or relay a message to a loved one. A ghost might not realize that it has died and continued the everyday routine of its life. Others are driven by wickedness or spite, as with a ghost that refuses to rest until every member of a certain family or organization is dead. Ah. Nice. So, you know, those vindictive ghosts. Yeah. Maybe the ghost just really wanted to... It didn't get a chance to finish their excellent macaroni art. And oh, hang man. it on the fridge that's, for all to see. And so every night, business. yeah, every night they go back into the study and are trying to put the macaroni on the paper with the glue, but their hands just go right through the macaroni. <sighs> awful. It is awful. It is awful. Now, it says that the surest way to rid an area of a ghost, and now if you know all else fails and you can't come to some sort of middle ground, some yeah. sort of understanding with your ghost. Not all ghosts the best are way, equal. Exactly. Is to resolve its unfinished business. So a ghost can be destroyed, and I don't like to use this word. I want to I, I wanna say help it move along. Yeah. You know. Unanchor, uh, untether that ghost. Exactly. It says that it could be destroyed by easily invoking a weakness tied to its former life. So, like, ah. maybe if it really likes chocolate cake leave a chocolate cake for it make it a pot of macaroni because it or loves make macaroni it, art or make it macaroni with pot Ooh, wait Ooh. are you talking about sorry back up did you just suggest weed mac <laughs> okay asked an answer weed mac <laughs> weed mac second griffin's multiversal weed mac <laughs> tm <laughs> TM, TM, TM. Uh, that'll be in Party Pack uh, Part 2. <laughs> in in Jack and Flynn's Shh, Don't Tell Your Mom Pack 2. Redux. Yes, exactly. Now, uh, it says that the ghost of a gardener might become more vulnerable when exposed to a potential floral fragrance. Huh. So you want to find out what you can about who they were. 
Yeah. And maybe use this to strike that bond, you know? Like, if really uh, they enjoy so, some nice jewelry, maybe leave them something pretty. Mm. And then they're like, ooh, I do love my new necklace. And then you're like, yes, there, Bertha, shall we have a dance? And then you dance it out, and, and everyone's happy. And Bertha then just disappears? No, that or Bertha's like, you know what, I like, I like you, kid. Well, oh. I'll hang around and we'll be pals. And you're well, like, thanks, all right, Bertha. Bertha. Hey, my, my shithead older brother's coming tomorrow. Do you think you could scare the crap out of him? She's like, yes, I can. Yes, I oh, can. Thanks, Bertha. You're a, ch- you're a yeah. champ. Yeah, most definitely. I did not mean to call uh, my older my older brother a shithead. That was just the example that popped into my brain. I'm sorry, Adam. You can call my older brother a shithead because I don't have one. You, d- you don't have one. I don't have one. So you can call him a shithead and it'll be fine. Whoa. Whoa. Now, Ghostly Manifestations is our next header. and says that sensations of profound sadness, loneliness, and unfulfilled yearning emanate from places where ghostly hauntings occur. And by that, I mean ethereally tethered. Yes. Yes. Now, strange sounds or unnatural silences create an unsettling atmosphere. Cold spots settle in rooms that have roaring fires. A choking stench might seep into the area. Inanimate <laughs> objects might move of their own accord, and corpses might rise from the grave. The ghost has no control over these manifestations. They simply occur. Whoa. Yes. I've always so, liked the theory that, like, it's it's popped up in a couple different fictions across the worlds, um, but the idea that, like... You know, super powerful magic is tied very heavily to like emotion. It's mm-hmm. the like it's the Raven from Teen Titans mentality. Yeah. Uh, so that like these ghosts are literally just they don't know that they're doing this and they're just stuck here because there is some sort of great tragedy or sadness that is causing all of this to happen. Yeah. Now I have an argument ah, for you. It's so cool. Yeah. So it, it says you know ghosts you know they're 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 sad they're lonely but if you you know say say Bertha mm-hmm. we end up making Bertha the happiest ghost there's been mm-hmm. instead of where were she sad and things would get moved around and messes would be made and mm-hmm. bad stenches would happen and dead would come to life or whatever would the opposite happen would it, would the place just tidy itself up Ooh. if you really cheer Bertha up. Well, then you've got a Casper the Friendly Ghost situation on your hands. Exactly. I mean, it just it's just Bertha the Friendly Ghost. Yeah, I think at that point, the way I see it is like when they're when they're stuck and they have that unfinished business, they they don't have a choice. They are tethered or, or anchored here. But maybe once that's been resolved, then they have the choice to either stick around or to move on. So if you make Bertha super chill, or, or if you make Bertha super happy. And, you know, make friends and, you know, clear out one of the rooms in your place. Maybe clean out that old study and make that Bertha's room. Maybe she would feel inclined to stick around. You know, no commitment. Like, stay if you want, but you're super cool, Bertha. And I'd like to, you know, get to know you more back back when you were alive in the 1550s. Oh, man. Imagine the history that Bertha has. Just, right? Oh, man, so much so I can many, learn. So many stories. So many stories. Good yeah. old Bertha. Do you know she was a, a pirate? I did not know that Bertha yeah. was a pirate. Yeah, we were been chatting in her in her, uh, in her youth. Uh, she sailed around the Bahamas. The 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 Bahamas. The Bahamas. Oh man, I gotta tell talk to you. Get some more of her stories. That'd be mm-hmm. great. Yeah, fantastic. Well, yeah. that that's ghosts. Yeah, your ghosts. Good old, good old Bertha. Yeah, seek out who they were and maybe use that to help better their future. Ghosts just have good stories. That's all I'm saying. They just got good stories. Just yeah. get to know them. Sit that's down what I'm all chat. about. So. 
we got our, our 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 standard fare of ghosts out of the way. The next couple we have are are variations on your common ghost, starting with the specter. Now, all of these names, a lot of these names at least, are largely synonymous with ghosts, but the owner's manual Mm -hmm. has them broken down, classified a little bit differently. Uh, Whereas ghosts seem to be, you know, uh, individuals who have unfinished business, some sort of longing or sadness or tragedy marring their uh, post-life existence. Spectres, I think, is just angry. (laughs) Oh, It says, uh, a specter, the owner's manual says, a specter is the angry, unfettered spirit of a humanoid that has been prevented from passing into the afterlife. So, like, something has intentionally, like, stopped them. I think so. Spe- like says, an evil necromancer mm-hmm. or It, it says, specters no longer possess connections to who or what they were, and yet are condemned to walk the world forever. Some are spawned when dark magic or the touch of a wraith rips the soul from a living body. So some specters can be created by ripping a soul apart. Other specters are either barred from moving on or have some sort of uh, hatred or anger keeping them on this plane. Now, this next mm. this next part, I will uh, uh, say that's, you know, keep all this in mind with a grain of salt, uh, because it does say that the specters are beyond redemption. Oh. But they're, as we know, an exception to every alignment. Of um, course, of course. When a, when a ghost's unfinished business is completed, it can rest at last. No such redemption or rest awaits a specter. It is doomed to the material plane, and it's only uh, an only end... Oh god, I can't read. It is doomed to the material plane, its only end the oblivion that comes with the destruction of its soul. Until then, it bears its lonely life in forlorn places, carrying on forgotten throughout the ages of the world. No. So they're just kind of doomed. Spectres is doomed. All right, well then what can one do to to rid themselves of a doomed specter? Well, specters are largely defined by uh, undying hatred. Uh, the mere sight of the living overwhelms a specter with sorrow and wrath, which can be abated only by destroying said life. So not a great start in uh, ways to calm a specter. A specter kills quickly and mercilessly, for only by depriving others of life can it gain the slightest satisfaction. However, no matter how many lives it extinguishes, uh, how many lives it extinguishes, a specter always succumbs to its hatred and sorrow. So it's not a great. It's not looking great for specters, to be completely honest. Yeah, are they weak to anything? Is there um, any way to get them to go somewhere else? Um, they don't like the daylight. Oh well, there you go. At the first light of dawn, they retreat back into the darkness, where they remain until night falls again. So, if you're gonna try something with a specter, I would advise not doing it at night. But that is probably for the best. We're probably we're gonna to to solve the question of specters. We're gonna need to go off book for this one. We're gonna I think need so. to we're gonna need to take a Witcher style approach to this and figure out. There's there's got to be like a ritual. We gotta kind of like ghosts, but we gotta take a more proactive approach. You know, we gotta figure out who the specter was, what happened to them, who caused this 
to happen? Like, who who is responsible for keeping them from moving on? Because then maybe you have you go out. Let's say it is an evil necromancer who is trying to rend souls from bodies and create an undead and we, army. And we beat him up. You beat his and ass. Then and then we tell him to, to to let him go. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny, come on, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, let the specters go. Johnny, let them just float Johnny. around. Just do your, th- let them do their thing. You don't need all these ghosts. Come on, Johnny. Johnny, what do you need with all these ghosts? Johnny, what do you need with all these ghosts, man? And Johnny's like, I don't know. I just like having them around. It's jo- like for what? Come on. I know you, Johnny. You grew up in the Bronx with a loving family. You do not need to be this angry. <sighs> Fucking Johnny. Johnny, man. What a guy. What? <laughs> what a terrible! And by that I mean what a terrible guy. Yes, definitely. But specters, anyway. yeah, specters are are kind of uh, uh, they have more of a vengeful existence. Um, they they main they retain very little of who they were in life. Um, there are there are variations among specters. However, another common word for ghost is poltergeist, and the owner's manual classifies poltergeists as variations of specters. It okay. says a poltergeist is a different kind of specter, as I just said. Uh, the confused, invisible spirits of an individual with no sense of how they died. A poltergeist expresses its rage by hurling creatures and objects using the power of its shattered psyche. Mm. So again, another creature marred by tragedy, marred by confusion. It's We're really in sort of a supernatural situation. So what we need to do then mm-hmm. is, 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 you know, with the power of its shattered psyche, mm-hmm. we need to find someone who can repair that psyche. You're can talking- we get the ghost of Sigmund Freud to ah, do that for us? A poltergeist psychiatrist. It doesn't have to be Freud. I'm just that was the first psychiatrist that came to mind. A now poltergeist. No, I got nothing. Um, no, no. I mean, hey, that that Polter- good pol- start. Poltergeist. I'm fine with Poltergeist. Uh, Ooh, Psychiageist. Psychiageist. You guys got to flip it around. (laughs) So we get ourselves a Psychiageist to come in. We we fight we fight Spooky with Spooky. Yes. Yeah. But 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 that Spooky will be like, tell me about your mother. And then the Poltergeist is like. But then slowly that that exasperated scream turns into words and then mm. those words become a conversation that really really helps do some healing yeah eventually after the ah, it becomes like she was alright I guess <laughs> my mother was a bit withholding ah, I always longed for her affection and never got and, and then he's like He's like, and then that's the seventh time I quit smoking. Like, <laughs> I really think we're getting somewhere. Oh, man. I will say in dealing with poltergeists, you do need to watch out for their telekinetic thrust. Oh, that's a weird phrase. Yeah. It's really just the spookiness of, you know, an object flo- floating up out of the air and whoo, being haphazardly thrown across the room. But in the book, it's phrased as the telekinetic thrust. So I had to point it out. The only ghost sounds like a dance move. Doing doing a telekinetic thrust would be Patrick Swayze in Ghost. Ah, yes, that's the only person I'd be okay 
with a telekinetic thrust. Do we take? Do we get a crossover now of Ghost and Dirty Dancing, and making Ooh. the telekinetic thrust a, the dance move? The 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 lift, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The yeah, iconic lift, Griffin. Yeah, yeah, Zach. <laughs> the sadly, I do. I, I, sadly, I do think um, that uh, Family Guy oh. beat us to that particular punch. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did. Uh, when they did their Star Wars episode oh. with the, with the Force. Damn you, McFarlane! I know, right? Damn you! What a dude. Anyway, Spectres, is there anything else our public needs to know? Uh, aside from the fact that they real spooky, they can suck your life out of your body, they can perform the telekinetic thrust and are invisible, and maybe you should need to hire a psychiatrist to take care of them? Nah, not really. I don't think so. Nah, not really. Not really. Do, this, do the telekinetic thrust. Do, 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 do. Cool. I tried to make a song for it. didn't work that was out. A good anyway. little, that was a good little breakdown, though. Oh, hey, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you. So before we dive into our next one, uh, as mentioned at the beginning of the episode, uh, we now have a, a full-fledged partnership with our friends over at Grumble. Uh, if you missed them Grumble. last week, um, we're going to play the ad again, so just sit tight. But big thanks to everyone over at Grumble for uh, helping spread the love. Spread? Sh- spread the spread. love. A little bit of schmear. <laughs> schmear the love across the multiverse. Uh, for those who are a little uh, less love-inclined than the rest of us. Um, and if you want to support them, you can head over to uh, the anotherpath.com or anotherpathpod.com website and our store and buy the official Grumble shirt. Uh, or you can get it on like a mug or something. Or a, a mug, st- a sticker. A sticker. Um a phone case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe you can get a, a wall tapestry. Or a tote yeah, bag. Ba- or baby onesies. Is there, I don't know if you no, can put on a baby. No. No. If someone does it, though, if there's a bold soul a soul bold enough out there to get a grumble onesie and stick it on your newborn, please yeah. let us know. That adds a, that adds a, adds a, is a little, a little horny for <laughs> putting that on a baby. <laughs> Oh, so with, with you'll, you'll know what we mean when you hear the ad, everyone. Let's let's play go. that ad, huh? Play that spot. There are hundreds of dating sites, dating apps, and matchmakers out there, and do you know what they all have in common? A complete lack of respect for the humble goblin. Are goblins just expected to pick up the dregs left behind by the dashing half elf sweeping away the fairest maidens? Are bugbears just supposed to be the third wheel to their dwarven friends all their lives? Are ogres really deserving of love? No. No. And yes. On Grumble, things are different. Grumble is the premier dating and romance service for goblins and goblin kin. At Grumble, our staff delicately reviews every application to ensure only the deepest connection between you and your future love, or loves. We cater to all genders, colors, and sexualities. Just say the word and we won't stop until you're thoroughly satisfied. Just listen to some of our most satiated clients. Before Grumble, I thought I'd never find anyone for me. Between my busy schedule of murder and pillaging, there was no time to look for love. 
Now, thanks to Grumble, every day I return to my cave, covered in the blood of my enemies, to the little green love of my life. I don't know how I'd pillage without them. After a hard day of trading stocks and bonds, it was nice to meet up with my newfound hobgoblin biddy for a good old-fashioned bone down. Let me tell you, Grumble got me exactly what I needed. Someone to share my hyper-aggressive sexual tendencies with. Price, no problem. Discretion, don't worry about it. Satisfaction, guaranteed. Big thumbs up to Grumble. Me and my bugbear partner were looking for someone open-minded to add to our relationship. But goblins aren't really well known for being that flexible. However, thanks to Grumble, they curated several candidates for us to look over. And we welcomed Brizgax to our home and our hearts. Couldn't have done it without the hardworking folks at Grumble. Thanks, Grumble! Sign up for Grumble today with 25% off your first month using the promo code PETSHOP and start looking for the goblin of your dreams. Grumble. Get busy. Beautiful. All right. Thanks, Grumble, for uh, all the hard work that you do for all those folks out there. Um, if you're a goblin or goblin kin, check out Grumble if you're feeling a little lonely tonight. Most definitely. As they say over at Grumble, get busy. Get busy, y'all. Definitely. Now um, we're going to scoot into the, the back half of this here app oh! with um, everyone's favorite sketchy balls of light. I'm talking about Will-O-Wisps. Oh, Okay. Yes. I thought you were talking about those little, like, those little, like, uh, little, like, neon balls that, like, the rave dancers, uh, uh, uh like a fushigi? Kind of, I mean, not like the fushigi, but like, like a light up fushigi. Sure. And then you get that. I would, I would actually love to see, I'm sure it's out there. I'd love to see a, a, fush, a fushigi performance done to just, like, the most banging EDM. I mean, like, you probably Google it. It's probably I, it, there. It's probably there. I'm going to make a note for myself after the show. Um, yes, but, but Will-O-Wisps Willow, Willow are malevolent, wispy balls of light that haunt lonely places and battlefields bound by dark fate or dark magic to feed on fear and despair. Oh. I know. So they, now, they the, hungy ghosts. They they kind of hunky ghosts. Hungy ghosts. On, to feed on fear and despair, yeah. It says hope and doom. Ah, Will-O-Wisps look like bobbing lantern lights in the distance. Mm. Although they can choose to alter their colors or wink out completely, when they activate their lights, Will-O-Wisps offer hope, hinting of safety to creatures that follow them. Will-O-Wisps lure unwary creatures into quicksand pits, monster slayers, and other dangerous places so they can feed on the suffering of their prey and revel in their their death screams. Death screams. Death screams. An evil being that falls prey to a will-o'-wisp might become a wisp itself, its woeful spirit coalescing above its lifeless corpse like a flickering flame. So it's like an anglerfish, kind of? It's kind of like an anglerfish. Where they use the little... sketchy... Yeah, the light to lure them in, and then they munch them. But they eat... But but will-o'-wisps eat souls. Yes, they... Well, I don't know if it's the soul or just the fear... And like terror cool, 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 that they cool. that they suck in. 
Yes, it says it does say here they um they can consume life. All right. So they I, I'm assuming that from your fear they just get, take a little nip off that uh nom, 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 nom. HP bar uh <laughs> so it's down to zero. Have you ever thought about like sorry, I'm going off topic for real for a second. Have you ever thought about like how much HP you and I, Zach and Griffin have in real life? Prop Probably not a lot. Probably not a lot. Like, one good hit, and I'm out. Yeah, I mean, Maybe I like did t- cut my finger open pretty good the other day, and I was like, oh, I'm bleeding. I didn't feel that, though, so that was cool. Hmm. So maybe, like, tw- so I mean, like, 20? I think I have a pretty decent con. I don't. <laughs> I've got, like, 10 max. You've got, like, 10? I, I, I might have, like, a 12 or 13. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. We're, we're scooting on to the things that you actually want to be here for, Sorry. Folks. And that's talking about wilderness. <laughs> We're talking about fucking ghosts instead. Yes. It says, consumed by despair. Mm, Will-o'-wisps yeah. are the souls of evil beings that perished in anguish ah. or misery as they wandered forsaken lands permeated with powerful magic. So only a will-o'-wisp can make another will-o'-wisp, I'm assuming. Because hmm. they suck that life out of you after drawing you into some deadly encounter well and then boom didn't you just say that they are they are souls of evil beings well so I mean, if a yeah, but it also a good said, person then but it says that oh no it says an evil being that falls prey to a willow yeah, yeah yeah yes you're right so it's so it's, it's they're, they're evil they're bad guys yes yes so okay. hey anyone that may uh consider themselves evil if you ever want to figure out what you're doing when you die um <laughs> Maybe uh, go get killed by a will-o'-wisp. Try out the life of a will-o'-wisp. Why not? Um, yes, but it consumed by despair, um, but that uh, perish in anguish and misery. Um, they thrive in swampy bogs and bone-strewn battlefields where the oppressive weight of sorrow stoops even heavier than the low-hanging mist and fog. Oh, my God. Trapped in these desolate places of lost hope and memory, will-o'-wisps lure other creatures towards dismal fates and feed on their misery. Okay. That's sketchy. It also says they're agents of evil, ah. so that's fun. Uh, yeah. Oh, apparently they speak. What? So they, they, they rarely speak, but when they do, their voices sound like faint and dis- uh, distant whispers. Oh. That's kind of horrifying. That's more unsettling. Yeah, it says that they can speak any languages that it knew in life. Oh. They're also uh, immune to being uh, to a lot of stuff and resistant to a lot of stuff. Well, yeah, they're little balls of light. They're just—I mean, yeah—but you know, sometimes you want to think of like what's going to happen if I'm up against one of these bad things and they're trying to kill me. You run. It I says think. that they do sometimes form symbiotic relationships with their wicked neighbors, like hags, oni, black dragons, and evil cultists that work with will-o'-wisps to draw creatures into ambush. Mm. Yes, as their evil allies surround and slaughter creatures, the wisps hover above them, drinking the agony of a last breath and savoring the sensations as the light of life goes out of the creature's eyes. Holy shit, will-o'-wisps. Yo, will-o'-wisps don't fuck around. Dude, they're cutthroat. They're cutthroat, these little cute balls of light. Now I'm wondering, hmm, because I'm sure that, you know, this is just one example of how Will-O-Wisps form in, in one verse. I'm sure there's some out there that are, are similar in nature and capability, but not so much in origin. I'm picturing a couple Will-O-Wisps 
who serve to kind of keep going with the um, psychiatric aid uh, thread yeah. line of mm-hmm. um, a couple willow wisps who are like they're in like a, a therapist's office to mm-hmm. help kind of munch away at maybe like the anxiety and the the sort of apprehension of of an individual you know like those I you could, got those I bad could. feels yeah, you, you talk them out. Yeah, and apparently they can. So, like, hey, what they are? And you start, you start talking, and it kind of forms a little to the willow wisp. Starts just seeing all this little this this smog coming out of your mouth, and it's like, mm. Mm, delicious. Munch, munch, munch. Oh, the oh the oh the willow wisp is the psychiatrist. I thought you talked about the willow wisp seeing a psychiatrist. Oh, and I had this very funny image in my brain of just a ball of light like laying on one of those couches, <laughs> slowly bobbing up and down. You're like, I don't know. I just have a hard time connecting to people sometimes. That's because you can't physically touch anything. You're a willow wisp. I mean, I know, but like, you have to learn how to touch people emotionally. It, you can still make an impact in another person's life, even though you can't physically touch them. Thanks, Dr. Coldiron. Anytime, Willie. Oh, Willie. Oh, Willie. What a guy. Nice friend. Nice friend. But having having a will-o'-wisp to, like, munch away at, like, your anxiety or at, you know, uh, grief or what have you to help, like, help you get over things or, not, not you know, mm-hmm. help help process things and... All that emotional turmoil and baggage that one might carry in their day to day. Yeah, having a little buddy there to just a be a cool little like nighttime buddy, have a nightlight, and then you can just mm-hmm. kind of have a snack. Nom, 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 nom. A tasty, a tasty, tasty snack. Nom, 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 nom. Munch it, just munch it up. Just It'll munch it, just munch it all up. I like, I like willow wisps. I'm getting this weird like image in my brain of like. Willow Wisp drone racing? I don't know if that's anything. <laughs> but like... <laughs> that would suggest that one can remote pilot a Willow Wisp. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah. I like, I like, maybe like, hmm. hmm. Willow Wisp like racquetball. Ooh, but like, what, is the is the Willow Wisp the ball? Yeah, that's not great either. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see, Willow Wisp. Uh, Willow Wisp strobe lights. Ooh. Willow Wisp disco ball. Yeah, but here's the here's here's my problem with that yeah. is that you're at a party uh-huh. and you've got a bunch of Willow Wisp, sure. You know, lights and 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 there's changing colors and that's cool. Mm. But also um, behind one of these curtains, they definitely brought like a Bulgura with them, <laughs> and that Bulgura is waiting for anyone that they decide to lure into its place, so that one the Bulgura gets a snack, and also they get a snack. That's all right. So, um, and then there's a lot of people at that party that end up missing, and that's on us, Cold Iron. That's on us. So maybe we recruit. Maybe we go. We use these to go undercover. We 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 become. Jack and Flynn of Jack and Flynn's Shh, Don't Tell Your Mom party pack. Okay. And we go undercover into some evil people parties and bring Will-O-Wisps along with a friendly Balgura to okay. to run like a sting operation. They think, the, the, the party hosts think that we're just coming in to provide some, some cool lighting in the form of Will-O-Wisps along with our other nonsense. But we're okay. actually performing a sting operation to bust this party wide open and get this this evil monster busted. Oh, busted stone cold. I mean, 
Ooh, Stone yeah. Cold Busted. That's a good. That, that's a plan. And then the Will O' Wisps can just eat all the evil people. Ooh, but yeah, and then then boom, a lot more Will O' Wisps. Yeah, and then but would they would they us. be down to hang with us though? I'm, we can be convincing. Jack and Flynn are assholes, so I mean, we can we can pull that off. I think. Yeah, Jack and Flynn are, are assholes. Yeah, so, Jack, yeah, it's Jack those and guys, Flynn. Not, not us though. It's Jack, Jack and Jack and Flynn. And that's, Flynn. That's, that's not us. It's not us. Yeah, see, those are completely different names. Yeah, right, right there, completely, completely different people. Absolutely. Anyway, so. <laughs> Willow Wisps. They are. They're a bit. They're a bit tricky to to handle. I imagine you know, and they they seem more like outdoor ghosts. Yes. No. No. They, they like the the the, the bogs. Uh huh. In the, in, the, in the old battlefields. So they're they're outdoor ghosts as opposed to inside ghosts. Yes. <laughs> so don't don't go outside is what we're saying. Yes, just stay stay inside and never. No, if you just just, just if you find yourself in a creepy bog and you see a, a lantern light bobbing in the distance and it's changing colors and you hear a spooky voice attached to it, it's probably a will o' wisp. Go somewhere else. Yeah. Or. Just see if it see if it's lonely. They are pretty fast though, so you're gonna want to run real quick or be real sneaky. <laughs> One of the two. Radical. Um, beautiful. Willow wisps. Button pinned. Done. Love it. Next bookmark. Le- turn last the page. One. Let's do this. Literally, literally turning the page. Actually. Turn the page. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> Uh, our last spooky friend on the dockets of our uh, ghost smorkish board, uh, we have wraiths. Now, Ooh, okay. like like when like from Lord, like Lord of the Rings, uh, when like they're all like, and then they like stab Frodo, and he's like, uh, I mean, my, they're the probably ring. they're probably pretty similar to that. In all honesty, oh okay, yeah. um, continue. Uh, the owner's manual says that a wraith is malice incarnate. I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It is concentrated into an incorporeal form that seeks to quench all life. I really don't like that. The creature is suffused with negative energy, and its mere passage through the world leaves nearby plants blackened and withered. Animals flee from its presence. Even small fires can be extinguished by the sucking oblivion of the wraith's horrifying existence. No, I really, really don't like that. So, we kind of we kind of raised the spooky meter as we kept going. It's like ghosts, chill. Uh, specters, a little less chill, but still salvageable. Willow wisps, mm, pretty, 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 yeah. pretty unchill as it turns out. Wraiths, pretty unchill. Ah, just add, you must chill. <laughs> you must chill. I have hidden your Finger ghost. Keys. Chill, chill. Um, oh no! Wraiths are described as vile oblivion. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to like any of this, my boy. I feel like I'm not going to like any of this stuff from Wraith. When a mortal humanoid lives a debased life or enters into a fiendish pact, it consigns its soul to eternal damnation in the lower planes. However, sometimes the soul becomes so suffused with negative energy that it collapses in on itself and ceases to exist the instant before it can shuffle off to some horrible afterlife. <laughs> God. 
Oh no. When this occurs, the spirit becomes a soulless wraith, a malevolent void trapped on the plane where it died. Almost nothing of the wraith's former existence is preserved. In this new form, it exists only to annihilate other life. Okay. Wraiths are dangerous, for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, bereft of body, they can move through solid objects and creatures with ease as a mortal creature moves through fog. A wraith might retain, however, a few memories of its mortal life as shadowy echoes. However, even the strongest events and emotions become little more than faint impressions, fleeting as half-remembered dreams. A wraith might pause to stare at something that fascinated it in life, or it might curb its wrath into acknowledgement of a past friendship. So there's something there, maybe. Such moments come rarely, however, because most most wraiths despise what they were as a reminder of what they have become. Okay. So wraiths are amongst the worst of the ghosts, unfortunately. Um, and, and I know that our entire kind of uh, mission statement is to find the beauty in all things. Uh, with, with a little bit of love, anything can change. However... That assumes that most creatures are capable of love. And I frankly am not entirely sure that wraiths are. Now, this is not to say let's give up on wraiths. No, no, no. But also, but be real careful, friends. You've got your work cut out for you with a wraith. Um, they are among the strongest of uh, different ghosts and specters and undead in general. They make uh, strong commanders for other undead in this sense. Wraiths sometimes rule legions of the dead, plotting the doom of other living creatures. When they emerge from their tombs to do battle, life and hope shrivel before them. So, you know. Oh. (laughs) Even if a wraith's armies are forced to retreat, the lands its forces occupied are so blasted and withered that those who live there often starve and die. Wraiths is rough. Oh. Wraiths is rough, Wraiths is what we in the business like to call an uphill battle. Or mm-hmm. just like a, 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 a like ninety degree vertical wall battle, yeah, a, fr- a free climb of a free of climb battle. <laughs> yes, but there's 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 got to be hope in here, right? It says that wraiths. It's the the book says, and the book is never wrong except for most of the time, uh, where it says that wraiths can retain fractions of their personality. Uh, there are moments of lucidity that happen with wraiths. So I think there's something we can work with there. Maybe all we need to do... Simil- so we talked about ghosts, right? And ghosts like... Uh, 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 you know, it, Bertha really liked jewelry. So you bring out she you did. bring out a fine necklace and Bertha's like, Oh, thank you, small child. Uh, and then maybe your wraith, maybe this particular wraith, was like really into flying model airplanes. So you buy it a mini drone... And you, you take a drone racing, take it will o wisp drone racing, uh, and while it's trying to kill you, you go no 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 look at the cool drone, and then it goes and kind of stares up at the drone for a little while, and then you like lock it in that moment somehow with cool magic, I'm guessing, or like chains, and uh, <laughs> you have it just relive the the drone moment over and over and over again until it like pushes all the other evil away. Right, and then who knows? Is this anything? Having having a cool guy wraith is always fun. Yeah, maybe maybe it's more about replacing the the doom and gloom, bringing that person back just enough. Yeah, to replace the what what was it? The malice with 
pal us. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was going a bit more of a, like, you replace the greater evil with, like, a lesser evil first. So... Oh, uh, like drug addiction. Well, uh, sure. I mean, <laughs> except in the reverse. Like, it, this thing is evil and, and, and malice incarnate and wants to just destroy and harm everything, right? You, got, you, yes. you need to start stepping that back. So you step back to, like, you know, misdemeanors from felonies, right? <laughs> like, maybe you just sure. get it really into pickpocketing. <laughs> or, like, graffiti. So it's just, like, like just friggin' shoplifting. You, yeah, like. you step it down from grand theft to shoplifting. You step it down yeah. from, like, uh, massive vandalism into, like, cool graffiti art. You step it down from carjacking Yo, and then to that stealing Wraith becomes the next Banksy. Oh, Wraith that Banksy. Wraith becomes the next Banksy. Yeah, and they'll Ra- never Wraith find him because he's a Wraith. The, he's a Wraith. Like, the, the cops are like, why do you think someone's spraying on the walls there? And then it just, whoosh, right through the wall. All it wrote and was, not ghosts there. are cool. I mean, ghosts are pretty hey, you cool know, there. Ghosts are pretty cool. You think a ghost like, did oh, this? Right, this is... Nah. What? Nah. Ghosts ain't real. And then, and then, uh, 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 Matt the Wraith <laughs> peeks out and is like, boo. And they're like, oh, oh shit, what was that? Ghost! Ghosts is cool! <laughs> and then they, and then they, back to their cop car and, uh, jet on out of there. But they never speak of it mm-hmm. because who's gonna believe them? Matt, but. He's no one but but Houlihan back at the at the precinct and Houlihan's she's she's got a few screws loose. Yeah, she's a loose cannon. You're a loose cannon, Houlihan. Give me your gun and your badge. The problem is going to come up when there's there, there's inevitably going to be copycats of Ghost Banksy, of yes, Matt the Ghost, Ghost Banksy, Banksy. Um, Wraith Banksy, and I don't want Matt getting upset about these copycats. Because there's probably still a little bit of that wraith instinct in him, so we gotta like. I don't know. Maybe that's the instinct that the art world needs right now. Oh, some fear of death. <laughs> some fear of. De- <laughs> some some stiff competition that if you interfere might get your soul eaten. Exactly. That's exactly what the art the, world needs. The street art world precisely. needs. Yes. Cool. 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 Ghosts are cool. Cool. Wraiths are chill. And don't or, eat my soul, please, Matt. Please, Ghost Banksy, don't do it. Ghost Banksy probably, like... Okay, so Banksy did a thing where he, like... Like, a, a, there was a thing where, like, a, a Banksy painting was, like, shredded or something at auction. And he, like, set it up. Was that a thing? Was that disproven or not? I forget. Oh, that, like, once it was bought, it, like, set on fire? It, like, shredded itself. Yeah, there was, like, a shredder built yeah, into the frame. Yeah. Was it ever... Because I remember people saying that, like, he actually set that up to be... And it, like, But it didn't shred all the way. It was just part of the piece. Yeah. But, like, what would what would Ghost Banksy, Wraith Banksy's, like... What would his, his stunt be? That, like... After, like, like, it, like, it's cool, like, graffiti art of, like... Lucy Liu, like astride, like a horned dolphin. Okay. Um, but then, like after it's bought, like Lucy Liu's face becomes like all like spectral and ghosty. Ooh. 
and then like the waves sort of ripple. So it becomes like and a spooky and a, and a, painting and, after it's bought. Yeah, and a faint <laughs> from the dolphin kind of happens. Oh, he just makes haunted paintings. Haunted paintings is Ghost Banksy's thing. Yeah, I love it. You can find oh, more of uh, Wraith Banksy's works in the gift shop. Yeah, because yeah. the pet shop has a Stuff gift shop. I- the pet shop gift shop, you know. Zach and Griffin's multiversal pet shop gift shop. Or is it just multiversal gift shop? Mm, pet shop gift shop. All right, pet shop gift shop. Because if, if it was just a multiversal gift shop, that would suggest that we have gifts from all across the multiverse. This is very fair. But it's the pet shop gift shop. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Griff. Yes, Zach. Is Wraiths. Wraiths be scary? Um... And yes. We've got Wraiths be scary. We've got Will-O-Wisps be spooky. We got Spectres be mad. You mad, bro. And we got Ghosts be, ghosts, ghosts be sad. Ghosts be sad. Ghosts be sad. Spectres be mad. Uh, uh, uh. Sad and mad and spooky and Banksy. <laughs> wisps be spooky. Wis- wisps be spooky. Wraiths be Banksy. <laughs> Gorgeous. Now... With that, my friends, we have hit uh, the end of our of our four uh, friends for the day to talk we did about. It, Zach. Um, but before we go, as we promised at the beginning of the episode, we do have a few things to announce. Yeah. Um, first of off, again, Ghostlight Media has launched Spooky Light Media. So that yes, that being the collection of uh, your, your favorite pet shop, us, mm-hmm. uh, another path, Shakespeare, which is now being added, and then. Um, a brand new show that will be hitting October 6th to look out for, which is called Palimpsest, The Palimpsest, yes. The Palimpsest, um, which is a cipher system. Yes, Palimpsest is going to be a new actual play podcast on the network. Uh, it is a it is running with the cipher system in the Numenera the campaign setting, the Tides of Numenera, I think it's called. Um, Beautiful. The, the, the like, elevator pitch I know about it is it's like a billion years in the future. Civilization has completely risen and fallen nine times, and this is the ninth civilization. Um, yes, and yeah, what, what I've heard is that um, because of this, like people are finding like old lost technology, yeah. and so it's a lot of like basic tech, you know, like wagons and shit, but also like someone's got like a fucking booster rocket from yeah. something like strapped to the There's back. There's these little one use magic items called Numenera. That are yeah. like your one-shot magic items and things like that. It's super cool. I got to play a pickup of a pickup game of the Cipher System in Numenera at uh, Gen Con. Um, mm-hmm. But the show is going to be run by a friend of the show and patron uh, Zan Campbell Johannes. They are the uh, yes. GM for that um, with a cast so with a cast uh, featuring Chase Greenley, uh, who you've heard on the show and who runs Another Path. Uh, Rin Moran, who is the lovely voice actress for uh, our ad breaks that you hear on the show. Yes. And lastly, new voice. Yeah, and a new voice, our old friend Bridget Randolph uh, from New York, yes. who will be joining that New cast. York! Uh, and edited by also another friend of ours, Patrick Mahood. Yes, no, it's going to be a fantastic show. I haven't heard any of it yet. Same. I'm very, very eager and excited. I want to hear it so I'm bad. really stoked. Um, and all the socials so, and whatnot will come out later. Um, and Shakespeare, just to mention quickly, Shakespeare, that is. Uh, it is a literal roundtable discussion about uh, Shakespeare hobbyists and enthusiasts and borderline experts, I'd argue. Uh, as they sit around, they drink craft beer and talk about your favorite Shakespeare plays. So... 
Yes, I, I love that. And that can be, I believe, the, the website for that is ShakespearePod.com. Yes. Um, and yes, like I said, uh, keep your eye out for the Palimpsest, which will be launching October 6th, which is a Sunday. Yes. Um, which is, I believe, uh, a week from yesterday. A week from yesterday. So. It's on the horizon. On the horizon, and we're all very, very excited. Yes, there's new so, merch um, in the store. We are going to be retooling. Ooh, check it out. Yes, we're going to be retooling the Patreon so that uh, there will be rewards for all of the shows available, not just another path. Mm-hmm. So keep your eyes peeled on that. Any outstanding rewards will be taken care of before we shift that over. But new yes, stuff definitely. coming down the pipeline, and we're all just bonkers excited for it. For real, though, it's a it's a, a big, big transition, but we're all very excited and enthusiastic about the hype it. A is little in fact n- real. The hype is in fact real, but with every big venture, you know, a little nervousness, of well, course. Yeah. But overall, it's like a lot it's like sending sending our our child off to their first day at school. Yeah, but it's like jumping from like they were at preschool mm-hmm. and they were like, "Yeah, you're all you're fine. Let's throw you into college." territory i feel like and they're like i don't even know what red is you'll be fine go to your 101 it's like take this calculus exam child (laughs) i don't know what red is (laughs) Uh, but yes uh thank you to everyone who has supported this show and all of the ghost light properties uh, thus far and we hope you support the more of them down the line thank you to all of our amazing patrons uh, Kim, Connor and Brayden just to name a few um, we hope to see more of you as things build up and yeah Pet Shop will stay in our normal uh, every other Wednesday slot for the time being and all you can expect from us is more fantastic well everyone thank you so much for coming out to another fantastic episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Patch Up I've been Zach. I have been Griffin and just remember folks at the end of the day it's all about love Ooh. baby cha 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 bye <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode 24 of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider subscribing or leaving us a review on your podcatcher of choice. You can follow along with us at Pet Shop Cast on Twitter or PetShopCast.com. On that website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghost Light Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. We'd like to thank Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles or at Tuttle underscore Trouble on Twitter. We also want to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you sometimes hear on the show. You can find her at Rin underscore Moran on Twitter. That's going to be it this week, folks, but we'll be back in just two weeks. Until then, stay spooky. We love you. We'll see you soon. This is a ghost-like media production.